You're listening to Radio Sega, and this is the Sega Lounge. Sit back, have a drink, and enjoy the conversation. Hello everyone and welcome to a very special bonus episode of the Sega Lounge. Surprise! Yes, the Sega Lounge is still alive. Um, this is just a, a bonus episode uh, we decided to record because Sage 2019 is happening um, soon, very, very soon. So this week, actually, uh, starting on uh, Friday, European time, but uh, actually midnight on you know thursday to friday central uh, american time so um that's when uh, sage starts sage 2019 sonic amateur games expo 2019 so to uh, commemorate to celebrate this occasion and to help you out with what you can expect from this year's edition of sage uh, we decided to just have a little chat with pco uh, person in charge of this year's edition of Sage, admin over at Sonic Fan Games HQ as well, and he uh, just uh, happened to to tell us a little bit about this year's edition, some games that he thinks you should check check out, uh, some some games that I also brought up to the conversation because they are just plain weird, and that's amazing. We all need more weird games to to try out, so. That's something to look forward to as well. But not only that, but PCO also picked the soundtrack to, to this uh, episode of the Sega Lounge. As per usual, all our guests pick the songs. And so we have some awesome Sonic tracks, Sandic tracks, uh, to, to play for you guys this episode. So that's it. That's all we have for you guys this uh, for this special episode of the Sega Lounge. Uh, it's a bonus episode. And I've been waffling for a long time now, so let's just jump right into things by playing music. And let's start with Launch Base Zone from Sonic the Hedgehog 3, as requested by PCO. We'll be right back with the interview celebrating Sage Expo 2019. This is Radio Sega, you're listening to the Sega Lounge.
is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. Come on in and have a seat. Okay, and welcome back to the Sega Lounge right here on Radio Sega. This week, um, this is a bonus episode of the Sega Lounge, and I have with me PCO. Hello, PCO. How's it going? Uh, doing great. What about you? Uh, doing pretty good. Uh, getting all the sage stuff ready. It's good awesome. times. Yeah. So that's that's exactly why you're you're here. Why we're uh, delighted to have you here on on Radio Sega to talk about this year's Sage. So, uh, as we all know, Sage 2019 happening really really soon. We're going to talk about that in a bit. But let's start with uh, your own general background with video games, the Sonic scene, the Sonic fan game scene. So, how did you start playing video games? How did it all come to happen? Oh, wow. Uh, how I started playing video games, I, I guess probably my first couple times playing video games was on my brother's uh, Atari and at various uh, video arcades that were in town. Um, but as uh, we moved into the late 80s and the, and the late 90s, where I was still very young in my life, uh, me and my brother were very into the Sega Genesis and we started renting it from Blockbuster, you know. Every time we'd go with our, our parents, you know, please, please, can we rent the Genesis, you know? <laughs> and, like, we, we did that for, like, a, jeez, almost, like, a year and a half. Finally, Christmas arrived. And uh, years later, I realized uh, my dad, straight up, must have seen, jeez, uh, what's that movie? A Christmas Story or whatever it is, where the kid gets the baby gun? Yeah. And he totally ripped that movie off but of course as a kid you know didn't really make the connection probably hadn't actually paid attention while watching the movies so i probably didn't even know the plot at that age i was like i don't know seven eight some crap like that and so we opened all our presents and of course you know just like last year we asked for our sega genesis didn't get it and uh the general assumption was you're not getting that right, like, so <laughs> and you know, it $200 is, I guess you could say most consoles don't even cost $200 anymore these days, but $200 is a lot of money back. That's still it's a good chunk of change, you know, for like a freaking kid's toy, right? Definitely. So, you know, we opened up all our presents, you know, we're like, oh, you know, we got some cool stuff, but like, you know, we were. Little song, those point you think at the Genesis. We figured we won. Uh, about like part way after, like, you know, everyone's eating at Christmas dinner, but we're all kind of sitting around the table. Uh, and my dad turns to us and he's like, You know, uh, why don't you open your other present? I'm like, What are you talking about? He's like, Well, you're the present, not the one underneath the fish, the fish aquarium. And like, we had like a fish aquarium that had like, it was like on like a desk. And I had like this weird table with like, so like a backboard to it. And you could just barely see the president like poking out like underneath the backboard. So mm. we kind of wedged it out of there and got it and wrapped in. Sure enough, it was the freaking sake of Genesis uh, with, you know, 1991 Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, which was a game where like me and my brother would walk up uh, to 
You know, I actually don't know what department store it was. I was too young and I, I've, I've actually forgotten. But we'd walk up to like the local department store and they actually had a, a Sega Genesis trial kiosk. You don't, you don't see stuff like that too often anymore in a lot of electronic stores where they have like a proper kiosk with like yeah. the latest game and you can really go up and play it. But, but that, that, that's kind of how they had it set up back then. And mm -hmm. yo, it was always Sonic One because that was the that was the promo game for the Sega Genesis. You know what I mean? Like whenever they they want to promote the Genesis, you know, within the year of 1991, I guess you could say, it was Sonic the Hedgehog. That's that's what was on the you know the demo machine. And sure enough, we got freaking Sonic. We got the Sega Genesis, uh, and we got Quackshot, which by the way. Side note to anyone listening right now, if you have not played Quackshot for the Sega Genesis, I want you to take a moment, stop, and ask yourself, what am I doing with my life? Because <laughs> exactly. you haven't played Quackshot. You need to fix that. You do. You do. That's, that's definitely... Uh, I can stand by that. Anyone who's played Quackshot can stand by that, because there ain't no one that's like played Quackshot and like didn't like Quackshot. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a game. It's uh, it's definitely not the. Looking back, I I think it's not the best Disney game on on the Genesis, but it's definitely one that you know, I love it, and enjoyed very much back in the day. It doesn't have to be the best because there were a lot of really good Disney games on the Genesis back in the day. The fact that it's a contender for that title, I guess you can say, mm -hmm. means enough. It says enough. You know, maybe it's not the best, but it's almost is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's a pretty freaking good game. It is. Yeah. I, I remember I didn't own the game. A friend lent me uh, the game one one time, uh, and I finished it. I think uh, I, I I sat down in front of the TV and I finished it in one afternoon or whatever. Well, and I was in love. Yeah, back then you know no one no one really like save games to a major extent weren't really common back then. So most most games are kind of intended to sort of be finished in one sitting. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So. Five six yeah. hours for to complete a game is kind of normal once you get good at it. Definitely. So, the Genesis was your first experience, uh, or the the first proper one after the Atari. First one with like you know, I played like I was playing the Atari on my brother's black and white TV. It was definitely my first yeah. home color. Not something like a breakout gaming experience, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. Aside, outside of the arcade, of course. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I think many of us can can relate to that. Uh, so, by the way, are you excited about the Genesis Mini? Hell yeah, dude! The Genesis Mini is amazing. In fact, um, in case you didn't get the impression from. Uh, some of our trailer videos, our Sage announcement video, and so on. Uh, this Sage's theme is actually about the Sega Genesis because we want to celebrate with Sega 
the release of the Genesis Mini. And so we're kind of, we're kind of, you know, Sega's been so kind and great to the fan gaming community over the years. So, you know, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Kind of trying to you know, hit them back, you know, maybe, maybe promote their new thing a little bit while we're at it. Help them yeah. out. Yeah, indeed. I was actually gonna mention that because I uh, watched the the trailer video or promo video that you put up uh, a few days ago, and uh, yeah, it, it's themed around the the Genesis. So that's that's amazing. That's a good a good way to promote this year's Sage as well. Uh, by the way, so. How did you get involved with Sage, with Sonic Amateur Games Expo? Well, uh, involved is... Uh, one way of putting it. Uh, so, back in, like, uh, 97, 98, I, I joined SFGHQ. Uh, the community was originally actually founded by uh, Arlen. Mm-hmm. Uh, proper name, Ryan Langley. Uh, Arlen's a big deal i don't know if you know that some people don't know that you ever yeah, heard of fruit we, we ninja <laughs> yeah yeah he worked on that yeah yeah, yeah he he'll make fruit ninja um jetpack joyride he made, he'll make a whole bunch of stuff uh but he also laid the foundations for oh my god a ridiculously huge amount of the sonic internet community um Mm -hmm. a lot of the stuff you look around uh, and you see going from that original area or even things that evolved from that original era um a lot of that's because of arlen um ssrg would not really exist the way it does today to the extent it exists today for example without arlen he was a co-founder for that site you know uh, he also founded sfghq secret of sonic the hedgehog um he helped out with sonic area 51 um so you could say uh, sonic retro for example probably wouldn't exist or if it did it wouldn't exist anywhere near the same way it does today without arlen it, he really is the grandfather of the Sonic community as a whole, actually, on the internet. A lot of admins, even, who make new websites and have based a lot of things on things that maybe you know, Sonic hackers in the past have figured out, or things Sonic researchers have found out in the past, or fan games, or uh, even modding uh Sonic Mania, for example, in a weird abstract way, all of that can be traced back to Arlen. Mm-hmm. I feel like the, every time we have ancestor. a uh, yeah, I feel like every time we had a, we have a, a guest uh, talking about Sage, we we praise Arlen. <laughs> he's a great I, guy, by the way. He's yeah. he's really and, the one who started it all. Yeah, and in he, the the amount of work he puts behind all his different blogs and curating all these Sega, Sonic and non Sega non Sonic video game history, the, all his blogs, Sonic the Hedge blog, Sega City as well as well, mm-hmm. other stuff. It's it's amazing. Yeah. So, 
uh, after Arlen started, uh, SFGHQ kind of kind of blew up, got pretty big. Um, and then after I joined for about about a year and a half, um, he one day just came to me and actually uh, another user who we were both moderators at that point, uh, Smidge Two Hundred Four, who is a brilliant individual, uh, and he basically told us, you know, he kind of wanted to do some other stuff uh, within the fandom other than SFGHQ. He was going to do Secret of Sonic the Hedgehog, a couple other sites. Obviously, we all know this led on eventually to his career making uh, Fruit Ninja and so on. Uh, but he said he wanted to pass down Sonic Band Games HQ. Um, and Interestingly enough, when we started, you know, me and Smidge uh, didn't really get along the best. We didn't really entirely like each other. But Arlen saw that um, we kind of embodied two different halves of what he wanted the community to be and what he wanted to go for. Uh, Smidge 204... Uh, these days, you know, professionally works as engineer. He is a mathematical freaking genius. So, Arlen passed on the community to me and Smidge. And, um, well, we ran it for, jeez, um, years and years and years and years. And, uh, eventually, Smidge retired, you know, blah, 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 stuff happened. And, uh, well, here we are. I'm kind of uh, running with a uh, group of, you know, very interesting staff individuals. We got some, you know, people from Retro. We got some people from other communities. And we all kind of work together and get it figured out. Awesome. I think Sage is a great concept because it started off as basically Sonic fan games or Hex. And now you've expanded to so much more, right? Oh, totally. Uh, we do a lot of indie game stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Mods, hacks. Um, we often try to raise money for charity when we do the event. Uh, we usually try to raise money for child's play. You know, help out some sick kids with cancer. Uh, and I, I'm especially proud of a, a lot of the the indie game stuff we've managed to achieve so far. But not only that, uh, this year is especially looking good for that. And just as a little little hint for y'all, like we we got some we got some really good indie stuff this year and there's quite a bit of it yeah just looking at the 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 trailer view that you guys put up um there's there's something something for everyone there's the amazing uh awesome looking games there's the indie games that's there's the plain strange ones as well uh the the Um, great greatly named ones (laughs) You, for example, you have one called Carlos and Maria Pearl Madness. Absolutely. Which from the trailer alone, I see Pearl from Splatoon 2 is, is like a boss or something. I believe it's what they're going for. <laughs> That's okay. a, in the more uh, indie direction. Uh, <laughs> there happens to be a particular game that's going to be a feature at Sage this year called Vertebraker. Okay. Uh, Vertebraker is made by uh, SFGHQ staff member uh, Poe and Stealth. 
Stealth mm-hmm. being now one of the co-developer or co-programmers for Sonic Mania. He's one of the main devs for it. Yeah. Um, Vertebrake is freaking lit. It's awesome. <laughs> Definitely something you want to check out. You'll be able to see a demo at Sage this year. I believe they're doing a uh, doing like a Kickstarter, if I recall, mm-hmm. uh, pretty soon. So you definitely want to check that out when that becomes a thing. And I know, yo, that's it's gonna be that's gonna be good. Awesome. So that that's one to definitely check out and uh, be on the lookout for. Any other? particular games that you think will stand out you know i i know this is a bit unfair because you know all well, games should be every, everyone should check out all the games but some I, I, that for I you just mention, stand out mention too many because you know for the exact reason you stated however um there's one in particular not just because of uh, the quality of what I've seen from the game so far, but their booth impresses to me a certain level of quality that I, I really think they're doing. Uh, they're pulling out all the stops for this. Check out, uh, what is it? Brock Crocodile. That's an indie oh, yeah, game. Yeah. Listen, title doesn't sound that necessarily uh, explosive, probably never because you never heard of it, but let me tell you, that's, that's going to blow up. Like, we're gonna be like, yo, you ever play Brock? Like, yo, this is gonna be something big. Definitely check out Brock Crocodile. Yeah, awesome. So Brock Crocodile, we have Vertebreaker. Uh, we we've got different kinds of stuff this year. We have Mega Man games. You've got um, Sonic games, obviously. Uh, Kirby games, at least two from the trailer no. alone. Right. We try not to mention the Nintendo stuff so much because Nintendo is uh, <laughs> is nice to say about things. But for, fortunately, Sage Sage is only a week, so we, we kind of it's a lot easier for us to slip under the radar for some things. But yeah, uh, we we do have a, a lot of games from a lot of different things, uh, both band games and indie games. Uh, there's a lot. Let, of let's not let's skip this Kirby and, and just mention Pink Blob. So yeah. there's a pink blob. The pink blob in guy. In a few of the games. Yeah. Pink blob guy in games. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So so those those are some some awesome games that to definitely check check out. Um some returning games as well from previous editions. Uh, um, um last I heard uh, a particular favorite from last year is Sonic Islands will be uh making a return. Yeah. Don't don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure I saw the, uh, that on the entries. So that's definitely something uh, as far as returners go that you definitely want to check out. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely in the trailer. So hopefully it'll be there. So for people wondering how they can check this out, all of these games out. So um, can you tell us when sage will properly uh, properly open and how people can check everything out so stage will start uh on the 27th uh the 26th you'll be able to see actually we always do like a pre-stream show uh usually live mm-hmm. streamed on youtube uh a few of the staff maybe a couple of the bigger game devs get together and we all when we play through the games comment on them kind of have a good time a little bit of a party maybe we'll play some games together uh you know at uh 
at midnight. I think we're going with uh, CST this time for for the opening. So midnight CST will probably open the game, mm-hmm. and or not the game, uh, the game show, and that'll be it. Uh, people will be able to come on down and check us out. Awesome, awesome. Uh, will there be any uh, charity related stuff happening this year as well? Uh, we're going to try for that. We're we're looking into the viability of it. Um, I'm not gonna say yes or no right now. It's going to be good chance, but I'm not gonna say for sure. We'll see at the event. Okay, so definitely check out uh, Sage for that. So for people wanting to check out the website, that's SonicFanGamesHQ.com/Sage, right? That's the proper website. Well, that would be the where the redirect goes to. Uh, you could also go to sageexpo.org. That's S-A-G-E-X-P-O. The, the E is kind of shared. .org. That is the, mm-hmm. the, the traditional URL we used uh, many a year ago. Uh, but it just redirects to the Sonic thing is HQ slash Sage. So however you want to look at it. So sageexpo.org. Starting on the... 27th but on the 26th there will be a, a pre-show stream showcasing some of the the games and the booths so people can check that out as well right correct uh, a good way to really uh keep up to date with all this is just to go to discord.sonicfangameshq.com that'll bring you right to our discord which is where most of the action happens actually it's where the bulk of our community is more so than the forums of the site itself uh Join us on Discord and you'll be good to go. Okay, so that's a good one. And also, there's a Twitter account as well. Oh, of right. course. We got uh, a Sage Expo Twitter account and a Sonic Fan Games HQ account. So, however, you guys want to go. Awesome. So, there will be links to all of these in the podcast description. So, for people listening to the podcast version of this, check out the description and follow the links to. Uh, get informed on all things Sage. So, PCO, anything else you want to mention regarding this year's edition of Sage? Uh, well, we do have a pretty good lineup already this year. Uh, it's we're, we're still kind of starting through it, but it's already looking pretty impressive. Um, as far as anything specific, I'd say uh, keep an eye out for the fanfic reading. We usually do that with uh, Big Adam and Dom. Uh, you mm-hmm. probably know those guys uh, as some of the guys behind MAGFest. I'm sure you guys have met, heard of MAGFest. Mm-hmm. Uh, we usually do a fanfic reading with them every year. We're definitely going to have a stream for that. Um, we might be trying to do something unusual this year with Dungeons and Dragons towards the end of the event, as far as having some sort of D and D stream, perhaps of a, a one shot or something with community members. So maybe look into that. That's a maybe. We'll see how that works out. Uh, we are going to probably see some streams from Stealth, uh, one of the Sonic Mania devs at Sage. If I were to make an educated guess based on the fact that one of his games is going to be there. Uh, we're going to have some good stuff this year. Definitely uh, stop by, check it out. Okay, that's amazing. So, people, don't forget to check out Sage Expo 2019 uh, starting this so, uh, Thursday. Friday? Next, Thursday? No. Thursday, yes. Friday, Friday, depending on what 
where you live, it might be Thursday, it might be Friday. Uh, it's going to be midnight CST Friday. So as soon as Friday starts, CST time time zone, that's when the event technically starts. But we're going to have a pre-show going for several hours before that. So just stop by the Discord, see what's going down, and you'll be good to go. Awesome. PCO, thank you so much for coming on the show and for coming on Radio Sega. Uh, all the best for this year's edition of Sage 2019. Uh, hopefully, it'll be a success as it usually is. Um, and drop by anytime for a chat. Absolutely, man. Just uh, invite me whenever, man. I'm always down. Awesome. Thank you so much. And we'll just play a little music before we come back for our after hours segment of the show.
the Sega Lounge. That was our interview with PCO. And PCO uh, is uh, one of the people in charge of Sage Expo 2019. So don't forget to go to sageexpo.org to check out all of the things that they have in store for you this year. Sage Expo uh, returns this Friday, uh, if you're listening to us in the UK, in Europe in general, and yeah, in, in Central Time, uh, Central American Time, it's Friday as well, midnight, uh, Sage Expo uh, opens, so to speak. Uh, all the booths will be uh, open and available for you to check out from that time. And um, don't forget that we usually uh, also uh, uh, cover Sage on our YouTube channel. I, at the moment that I'm recording this, I don't really have any news on that. Um, not really sure if we'll be able to or not, but uh, stay tuned to our social media. Don't forget at Radio Sega on Twitter, um, also facebook.com slash Radio Sega. Uh, check out our Discord, radiosega.g slash Discord. We usually share our latest news there. And that's it for this bonus episode of the Sega Lounge right here on Radio Sega. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's been a while. It's been almost a year since we last uh, recorded one of these or did one of these. Actually, it was uh, during the Winterfest last year so ah good times good times but uh, stay tuned to radio sega you never know when a, a new episode of the sega lounge will air uh, and who knows maybe some news are on the way soon regarding uh, radio sega's prime talk show is it our prime talk show i don't really know yeah so it's been it's been fun uh, talking to PCO, uh, thank you very much to PCO once more for coming on the show. Thank you to you guys for listening to this on Radio Sega or to the podcast version. Don't forget to check out the description of the podcast to uh, just check out all the links to Sage and their social media and whatnot. And keep it here on Radio Sega. Don't forget that this is still uh, the month of the Mega Drive Mini Marathon on Radio Sega. We still have more shows. Uh, this could be in some way a part of the Mega Drive Mini Marathon, you could say, because, you know, Sage is themed around the Genesis Mini. So maybe you could consider this as part of our Mega Drive Mini Marathon. Maybe not. I don't know. But what definitely is part of the Mega Drive Mini Marathon is Radio Sega Top 40 Countdown, which will air on Thursday, the 3rd of October on Radio Sega. Uh, with myself, Casey, I'll be back for uh, the final show of uh, Mega, the Mega Drive Mini Marathon on Radio Sega. And of course, that will be the show when we will uh, count down the 40 most voted tracks for uh, the Mega Drive Mini or for games from the Mega Drive Mini. Uh, you know, the poll is still open. It will be open until uh, midnight UK time on um, October 3rd. That's it. So... Uh, few hours before uh, Radio Sega Top 40 countdown airs on Radio Sega, and you can vote for the 20 tracks that you like the most from the list. And all you have to do is go to radiose.ga/slash Mega Drive Mini. Radiose. 
ga forward slash mega drive mini so vote for the 20 tracks that you think should be at the top of the list at the top of radio sega's top 40 countdown so that's it thank you very much for listening to the sega lounge dedicated to sage 2019 don't forget to keep listening to radio sega radio slash shows is where you can check out uh, our current lineup of live shows and I'll be back on October 3rd. I will leave you with one final request from PCO. This is Mushroom Hill Zone from Sonic and Knuckles. And I'll see you all soon. Bye-bye. Enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.